0: Have that. And, I I
1: also have that in my body, but yeah. I don't know what that's gonna do to your silky smooth radio my voice. My
0: sexy radio voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get over that.
0: Yeah, no. I don't believe we have sexy radio voices. I don't either. But I've heard
1: <laughs> I've heard other podcast voices, and we're not bad compared to like some other people.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, that just sound like thin and.
0: Mm, we have full-bodied. You, you
1: have a very full voice.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> sure
1: <laughs> it's easy to work with mine is a lot harder to work with than yours
0: I don't even hear a difference so whatever it's
1: probably your, like your training your etiquette training
0: <laughs> my etiquette oh yeah from the south you learned yeah. how to speak properly <laughs>
1: maybe I am mm-hmm. a
0: mouthy bitch Roger. <laughs> 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 anyway welcome guys to what do you do again the podcast i am half of the hosting system here jamie ernest i wanted to say co host but our—I i mean we're co-hosts we are co-hosts but that title is tired
1: yeah we keep saying that it's like i am co-host i am co-host it's like we have equality already yeah it's fine but i am what if we're each just
0: host host we are just host yeah there we go actually so maybe yeah Jamie. I'm host Jamie Ernest and with me is
1: Host Roger Romero.
0: Yeah. So welcome. Thanks for tuning in to this episode and listening to our little little bit at the beginning about how somebody told us we have sexy radio voices. <laughs> which I don't do not believe.
1: Whatever. We can leave that to uh you listeners to decide if you want to <laughs> hit us on the DMs. Which, <laughs> by the way, since um Jamie posted a a little questionnaire on in our Instagram story. You guys have been responding, and it is we been love so cool. it.
0: Maybe this is how we get more engagement instead of asking you guys to comment, which you know you still should do, or like send us an email. But. Instagram seems to be working pretty good so far.
1: Yeah, and it feels direct and and whatever. But I'm just happy that everyone, or that everyone, that people are not only listening, because I'm endlessly grateful still that there are (laughs) listeners. Yeah, right. And then on top of that, you guys are responding to these questions, which is the big, big idea topic of the day. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so like what Roger's talking about on the Instagram was I posted about questions that you get asked as a creative like pretty baseline I like to call them shallow questions but I feel like that's probably offensive to some people
1: yeah it's it's more it's the questions that you get from someone that doesn't have as in-depth an understanding of what it means to do what you're doing and that Even that can sound insulting. I don't know how to say it without feeling like I'm insulting someone. But at the end of the day, it's just questions that I don't necessarily like to Mm -hmm. field, Mm -hmm. but they clearly come up often. And sometimes you don't have a real answer and you just flip into that. The
0: first question that I know comes to both of our minds that's like super generic, super easy is, how did you do that? (laughs) Which is... It's such a like, oh, my God, I, I don't even know where to begin because that is completely putting everything on the person that you're asking. So mm-hmm. the person who's asking it is clearly not putting any type of effort into understanding how you did that. And I don't even know if they actually want a true answer of how you did that or if they're just expressing their admiration for what you did through this very basic question or, you know.
1: I think oftentimes you're right, where the question, how did you do that, is rhetorical. And it's just, oh, wow, I am fascinated, and I have no idea why. And that, that's cool, and that comes across that way. Or when it comes across that way, it's flattering, but at the same time, we're kind of stumped. Yeah. Because the answer like, how is how you not simple. do want me to
0: answer that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, like, how
0: did I do that?
1: Like, uh, you could be more specific, maybe, but, yeah. like, <laughs> like, how did I do what? How did I do this shading? How did I play that note? And I can tell you the answer is not as interesting as the whole, but, like. Right. Um, and I think part of it is, how, like, as artist creatives, the how did you do that comes from and I saw a meme about this, which I really love. Yeah. That was uh, maybe it's not a meme. It was just like a, a blurb of text where someone was like, I did a two hour job in 30 minutes. You're paying me for the 10 years that it took to be able to do your job in 30 minutes, mm-hmm. not for the 30 minutes specifically. Right. So that I saw that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have the same like circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're
0: in the same <laughs> meme circles. But no, I totally feel that because. It's it's interesting how some people equate time to quality, which there is some justification in that oh, yeah, comparison, sure. but at the same time, it's not everything. Like I'm sure another question you get asked is, how long have you been playing saxophone? Uh, how long yeah. <laughs> have you been playing music?
1: How long have you been painting? How long have you been drawing? Right. How long have you been making films? How long have you been dancing? How long this time aspect of it, while it's important... It's important, I think, for different reasons than why you're asking that question.
0: Yeah, I think they're asking to be able to have some sort of gauge of what they expect the quality to be based on 10,000 hours or whatever the time spent doing what you're doing.
1: It's like validation, like, oh, you've been doing this for X number of years and you are that good, versus like just being able to see the quality of work upfront and then say oh it doesn't really like it doesn't actually matter how much time but the affirmation of oh you spent a lot of time doing this kind of helps I guess the the person who's asking the Yeah it the helps question. them
0: understand.
1: But you know there are artists who start late in their careers. Totally like, I mean we talked lives,
0: to, to Mia on one episode Mia Tarducci and she started in her 20s in her yeah in her 20s or 30s painting and she's incredibly successful. But that does not equate <laughs> to, like, if she had started when she was 12, you yeah. know?
1: And it doesn't lessen the quality of her work. No, you know?
0: not at all. She Her work sells for, like, seven times what I sell for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, you're one of the ones who, if asked that question, would be, like, basically all of my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know I wanted to be an artist all my life, but I had been, I've been creating stuff my whole life it was like always in me you know i mean
1: i didn't know i wanted to be an artist or or a musician yeah my whole life i know i I remember (laughs)
0: when we met you were a material science major
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a part of that where i'm like i think i'm going to be an engineer i think i'm going to be a scientist and in high school i thought i was going to be a doctor or Me too. actually Me a too. dentist. Yeah, we have that in common, which is very odd.
0: Interesting. <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, talking on a podcast
1: in, in my attic.
0: <laughs> yeah, trying to piece our income and lives together.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's plenty of it that's like, oh, uh, I would have had security one way, but anyway, that's a that's so a different um, story.
0: <laughs> so other questions that I get asked, one of the main ones. Besides the bullshit, like, oh, paint me like one of your French girls, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Wait, Which I get you, like on dating apps all, yeah. the time, that, all the time. That's the
1: Tinder question? Yeah.
0: How Not often that, does that happen? Well, I deleted that stuff a long time ago, but <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I had it, it used to happen all the time. For sure. Um, but another question I'm always asked is, oh, you're an artist? Will you design my tattoo? By people that I even consider my friend, which endlessly frustrates me. And I've been more vocal with my response to this question about how I feel because having several tattoos myself, yes, I'm an artist. No, I don't design my own tattoos because I understand that tattoo artists are artists. They know how skin works with ink. They know how line quality works works when you're putting ink into your skin. They know what colors will fade. They know how shading works. I don't know how any of that works. So when somebody asks me to design a tattoo, I'm like, wow, you're totally discrediting the tattoo artist in this situation. You're going to bring them another design to copy, which was kind of what tattoo artists did in the past. You know, they copied from a book. And I don't know if it's because most people think that so when you get a tattoo, they print it on this transfer paper mm-hmm. that then they stick on your skin. So it, it is essentially tracing. But tattoo artists these days design their own tattoos. And like I worked with an artist paint, who works know? an illustrator to design my arm piece, you know. Um, so I nev- I've only ever designed, quote, one person's tattoo. And that's it was for a really, really close friend of mine. She just really, really wanted me to do it. And it was just a line drawing. So I didn't feel it. She, she had to ask me like three times, but that's the only one I've ever done. And then a few ex-boyfriends have asked me and I've been like, "Uh, Uh, definitely not. Definitely (laughs) not. I don't want me on any part of your body.
1: And that's, I I'm sure any other type of artist can relate on the like, Oh, I'm asking you to do something that's not within your, like that's not your scope. That's not your field.
0: And I think that's just because people don't understand that tattoo artists are artists, you know? I mean,
1: people already don't value visual artists enough. And then you're going to tattoo artists. It's like, oh, you want me to
0: design it so you're going to pay me? Huh? (laughs) You know?
1: (laughs) Oh, you want me to design and put something permanent on your body and you don't expect to pay me? Uh
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. But that's one of the questions that always frustrates me.
1: I get on dating apps just like will you play for me
0: I'm for just, free. It's always for free. It's a, the assumption's always uh-huh.
1: that like for some reason my like 15, 16, whatever, like over a decade long practice of saxophone and my instrument and my craft can be cheapened to, <laughs> <laughs> a, <laughs> tinder
0: to a Tinder date. A
1: Tinder date? Like what do you I don't understand no. why that's okay. Like I wouldn't You know, hit up a lawyer and say, "Yo, can you make me contracts?" Or no, actually, yo, can
0: you do this pro bono? Yeah, can you do do this this pro bono? bono Just because you saw me, (laughs) like,
1: what? What is this? What? Why? We've already talked at length about value Mm -hmm. and and what it means to value an artist, but like at that same time, you're not you're getting these questions all the time because people still don't know or still don't understand and. Obviously, we are not out here trying to save the whales, but <laughs> there's a part of the, me that likes this podcast because it lets me air out these ideas. Yeah. You know,
0: you still got to get paid for what you do.
1: I still got to get may not be for like cancer
0: research, but music is all up in everybody's life.
1: Yeah, and, and art and, and it's design. becoming harder and harder to get paid to do something like music, like with the advent of streaming. Mm. Recording artists make pennies in comparison mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. what they used to and so with hard albums yeah with mean, hard yeah. albums and and just the way the record industry used to work and i'm not necessarily complaining about that but like what was already not valued as highly as i feel it should have been valued is undervalued even more because music mm-hmm. is free you can go on youtube and listen to anything mm-hmm. like and so and even I mean, you, you get into these sp- issues with artists who put their stuff up on Instagram and then suddenly like someone else just feels like they can copy that art yeah. and and profit off of it for some reason. like,
0: Yeah, we've, we've talked about that before, several instances <laughs> of stealing.
1: So this podcast episode is called We've <laughs> Talked About That?
0: We've talked about that before. <laughs> but like other questions, you know, yeah. this is mainly about those baseline questions you get asked. Mm-hmm. Um, so on our Instagram, I also created a poll. There was one. Now, n- neither of us can relate to this question, but I'm sure there are multiple people out there that can relate. Well, I can relate in a way. So one of the questions I put up was, have you ever been asked, oh, what's it like to be a female musician? Yeah, uh, so. Which essentially what you're asking when you're asking a female musician that is, What's it like to create work? Is it harder since you don't have a penis? Like is this is this harder for you like I in actually, the industry?
1: I don't know. Maybe the I, the way I'm seeing it is because there's already so much bias in the industry like it is. It's naturally more difficult for especially like female instrumentalists to be taken at the same level or taken as seriously as the male instrumentalists. It's been a boys club for Jeez, I can't even imagine. Well, I mean-
0: most everything has been a boys' club, <laughs> a white boys' club. So, yeah.
1: but the so, I don't know that question. I, I get where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but also like that's something I would want to know, and not necessarily. So maybe that I it would is like right away, but like how how can do you navigate from two that?
0: Different, yeah, like how would you navigate that? Because I've been asked before, what's it like to be a female artist? And personally, I don't like that question because. The fact that I am a woman does not influence the type of work I make at all. I'm just making my work. Now, I'm sure it probably influences how I sell and all that other stuff. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it has been a a pretty male-dominated world of painting in the last long, So you're just saying that you don't
1: have, like, feminine themes in your work? Is that what you mean? Because... The way I think of it is the same something that Madeline said on one of our last earlier podcasts uh, about like being a Pittsburgh artist. And just because you're not an artist, like just because you don't make work that's Pittsburgh specific doesn't take the part of you away that is like Pittsburgh. Right. And so I Korean feel that too. Like
0: just here. because I don't make work about being a woman doesn't mean that I it it takes away from me being a working female artist. hmm. Um, I just don't like that question because I feel like they're asking me like, oh, is it is it harder for you to be a female artist? Well, like, no shit, it's harder. <laughs> but I'm not about to fall in to anything, you know.
1: So are you upset about that question because it's answer is so obvious or?
0: I'm sure the answer is different for everybody. Okay. Personally, I don't like that question because. I feel like it does not matter <laughs> to my <laughs> practice, whether I am. Whatever gender I am, it does not matter because I'm just making work, and that's essentially it. My mm-hmm. work doesn't revolve around gender; revolves around other issues. Um, the fact that I am a woman does limit me in certain ways, but I don't. I don't know. You don't like that question. I don't let, like that, that, be a I don't let that be a defining factor of my work, or let let it limit me in pushing my work out in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm a very mouthy person. So.
1: <laughs> 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 You're just like, I, I've got my words. Mm-hmm, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can make my influence.
0: Um, there was another question that our friend Jake Benny, who is a local jewelry designer, sent Ooh. us. Also, that-
1: by the way, just thank you so much for sending us these awesome questions. Yes. Because there's a lot of questions that when Jamie and I first thought about this topic, we did not think about. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when they were popping up on the Instagram, I'm like, I get
0: that all the time. Yeah, ah! I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> so what Jake had said was, quote, the materials only cost this amount of money. Why am I paying even more for your services? And I was like, you know what? That's actually true. I probably get that all the time. You know, Do you, like, you get that question? Like, for real? I mean, in in general, like, if I'm making a small painting for someone that somebody's asking me to do for their birthday or whatever... Like I've gotten that before. i mm-hmm. I've gotten it less now that I'm older and have sold a lot more work, but I totally have gotten that question in the past.
1: When someone is like, "Can you do this for me? I'll pay for everything." Like pay that for you the need. materials. Yeah, pay for the materials, but they won't pay you they for the pay, work. But they
0: don't pay, right? They don't pay for your time. Yeah. And they don't understand why. And it's like, "Well, then do it yourself, man." Yeah. Like you're paying for my expertise and my hand.
1: Yeah, you're paying for my hand and my ability to do this. You're paying for the 10 years I've spent right. learning how to do this. Not right. like anyone could go out and buy art materials. Yeah, it's
0: like uh, when I used to work at Blick, there was this rich ass suburban mom that came in and tried to convince me to do her son's school project of making a model of the Mayflower. And was like, here, I'll just buy all this stuff. Like, can you do it? I'll, 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 pay. I'll pay for all this stuff. Can you just put it together? And I was like, ha, 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 bitch, I work here for a minimum wage. There is no unless you're gonna pay me three hundred dollars. I am not doing your child's history project. Like your kids, you that already was are gonna mad
1: insulting. She wore sunglasses the whole
0: time too. I was like, oh my god, I cannot, I cannot deal with this woman.
1: All right, that is terrible. Anyway. <laughs> no, uh, no, I,
0: what? I, I don't like this one. Sure, I, I thought I told I you that story before. I no, was you like, never told me that. Nah, your kid's going to go to college because they're going to pay for it. You're going to get all of their SATs paid for, whatever. Like, don't pay me, a, a yeah. young, struggling artist, when you're just going to pay your son's life.
1: Yeesh, real talk.
0: Um, Let's see. Another question. Oh, uh. I haven't necessarily heard this in this phrasing, but it probably actually it goes along with this other question. So how do you make money?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, oh, that one's Which is bitch. also kind
0: of goes along with. So what do you do again?
1: Yeah, basically. for sure. Yeah, that's almost basically the, the entire theme of our podcast.
0: I get that all the time, especially like, when so I go how home to Alabama. How do you make money? Like, how are you making money? What do you do again? It's like
1: right. oh so you play music so what else do you do for the to cover your bills or right. whatever and like right now i can answer that question and i don't like that I can answer that question and don't put me in the position where I have to answer that question because do you really want to know the other things. And if you do, why do you find the other parts of me where I use my time to like basically make money so I can do my art more fascinating than the work
0: that I'm or doing? Or more legit.
1: Or more legit.
0: Like they they want to know like, okay, what's your real job where you make money? Like totally dismissing your creative career as like a hobby. Which frustrates me
1: because for the majority of people that are working the nine to fives or the majority of people who are working these regular jobs, every artistic endeavor is a hobby. So they're just like, oh, yeah, but they don't understand that there are people who do this professionally so that you can Mm -hmm. do it as a hobby, you know, like they're the
0: which nothing against creative work for hobbies. All for no, it. Nothing against all that at it. all.
1: But also understand that there are people who do that for a living, mm-hmm. you know? And I consider myself a professional musician. I do have other jobs. Yeah. Um, those are not mutually exclusive, but also I'm not going around signing or like sending everyone my resume.
0: I never <laughs> feel like whenever I give the answer to that question, because my answer is like, oh, I work for this company or this nonprofit and I work for this business. Um, and then I, I I, always add like, oh, and sometimes I pick up teaching gigs. My answer is like pretty uh, multifaceted, yeah. but I never feel like they're satisfied by that. No. They're like, oh, oh, okay, okay, cool. Like they wanted me to say like, oh, you know, like I teach full time at this city school or like, oh, I work full time at this company, you know, like they want a more like concrete answer
1: i feel like they want to liken themselves to you more Mm. more closely you know what i mean like because your world seems so vague and far off from them it's like all right so how is there any part of you that relates to me right maybe so that's me giving them benefit of the doubt that they're not dismissing my practice as much as like oh, maybe there's a part of your life that makes you more like me that can actually like demystify the process a little bit, you know? Right. But like e- even when you're thinking like that, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be asked that question anymore. Yeah, like, I know, but
0: I f- it's going to keep coming.
1: It's going to keep coming until I can just stop my foot and say,
0: I'm a full-time musician, goddammit. It's like, <laughs>
1: music- what do you do? Again. I'm a musician. Uh, so, how do, you oh, make so money? how do you make money? I'm, I'm a musician. musician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'll feel I real still, good. I still do that because I'm a snickery. You should do person. that because
0: you do make money as a because musician. Because I do make
1: money as a musician. Uh, is that my full income? No. Honestly, a good number of professional musicians, like a good, good number, even in Pittsburgh, like the best of the best, have other, other jobs. sources of income. Yeah. yeah. Like, Same
0: with artists.
1: It doesn't make them any less of an artist. It doesn't make them any more of an artist. It makes it the way they get through it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there are plenty of people who also just play and that's their own prerogative and they figured out a way to do that. But for a lot of us, there, we have to also find other income sources, maybe not permanently. Like my goal is not to find, right. to permanently not have another income source. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to keep telling you how I make money.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sick of answering that question. (laughs) Um, Another question, which could potentially apply to musicians, maybe in terms of like an album or a song. or
1: Is it a specific art question?
0: No. Well, it's more like, so our our friend Lori sent us a question on Instagram that she gets asked saying, how long did it take you to do that?
1: That's more specific version of how did you do that
0: yeah which i never have an answer that satisfies people for that question either i feel like Um, all of
1: these questions are just gonna leave the asker with an unsatisfied answer yeah
0: yeah (laughs) like
1: there's no way that you're gonna get excited by my answer to how did you do that because if i just say uh oh yeah wait there's the um, there's that uh Instagram like the guitarist for snarky puppy his name's Mark Latiri has this sort of Instagram skit where he'll video his friends in the band uh just doing something playing something, like playing something like do 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 and then he, with like the most unflattering camera angle, <laughs> just like looks at the camera was like, How did you, <laughs> you do that
0: how did do that how did do
1: that and then camera pans back to the musician and, and he's just like oh like this and does the same exact thing again do, 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 and then pan back to his ugly face his face is not actually ugly so <laughs> it's
0: just, the, like, angle. It's it's just the, angle.
1: the angle and he's like okay
0: because that's the best you could do yes. like how do you explain like how did you do this solo oh do you want me to actually explain how i'm moving my fingers and pushing air through my lungs and you know is that the answer they really want? Do you
1: want the full inspirations <laughs> list? Do you want... I mean, we can talk in depth about how I came from nothing mm-hmm. to playing that solo. But in reality... What you want? You're not going to be satisfied by that answer. Also, I forgot the question.
0: Oh, how long did it take you to do okay. that? <laughs> like, when people ask me, like, how long does it take you to make a painting? Ugh, I don't have an answer. I know a bunch... There are a bunch of artists that can give like a solid like oh it takes me two weeks to about two or three weeks to make a painting and for me I'm like I don't know some paintings flow out of me in three weeks and some take a year
1: what about for commission work I feel like that's actually really important oh. to, to know how long a painting's
0: gonna <coughs> take, yeah uh, um, gonna take. yeah I don't have a solid answer for that either
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> this sounds like a Jamie thing now
0: yeah I mean like depending on the commission like I I have pretty more open-ended commissions where I have more creative freedom. And then I have certain commissions that are very specific and those definitely take shorter because I'm not actively problem solving while I'm painting because they already told me specifically what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just go with whatever time frame they have, but people are never really satisfied by that answer. They're just like, Oh, Oh, okay. And they're, they're asking me if it depends on size. Like I, sometimes I've spent a year on a painting that was four by six feet. Uh, but then I've also spent two months on a painting that was four by six feet. So, I, yeah, I, I don't have an answer for that.
1: I think it generally depends on because you come back to work sometimes. Yeah, like, like I
0: put it away if I can't figure it out. I
1: think it's all process Like totally. at that point. Like, totally. If you have a streamlined process where you know you can spit out a painting in 20 hours, like which is not everybody and not every artist, this is very much like a case-by-case thing, Mm -hmm. then you can answer that question easily. And Mm -hmm. I guess you're one of the lucky ones that can field one of these questions so simply. Yeah, probably
0: get a satisfied look at the end from mm -hmm. the the asker. Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so I'm going to make a (laughs)
1: spreadsheet schedule so that you stay on top of it, and I'm going to micromanage you because you said 20 hours.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And I put this on our Instagram story. My... Favorite bullshit question that every artist in any field gets asked. Don't you want the exposure? (laughs) Let's just die. Let's just cut this podcast off now. (laughs) Fuck that shit.
1: Fuck that shit.
0: Totally diminishing. Like, okay, so...
1: I don't yeah. <laughs> there was a I'm great kidding. meme for this one too. And I hate that really? I'm explaining memes. Honestly, we should just like put them up on the Instagram. I'll find oh, them. Oh yeah, for you. Find, find the meme, but yeah. explain
0: it because I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. So there's um a meme where one person's asking, Oh, can you play this gig? We only have we don't have any money, but we can pay you an exposure and then the artist answers, Oh, that's perfect, because my rent is only
0: eight hundred exposures. <laughs> I have seen that meme. We should totally post that. But that's exactly how it is. And the, Okay, so I feel that exposure is not always a bad thing at the beginning of somebody's career.
1: Oh, for sure. When you're starting off, you right. can't expect. And that's that's the tough part because right. when you're starting off, you can't actually expect everyone to Give you throw money. you money for what you're doing because there's an element of it that someone has to prove your worth. Uh, You can, of course, see your own value and your own worth. But there's a point in time and it's ambiguous where you cross over from being an amateur to being a professional. And that's when you can start actually charging work. And when you're an amateur, I think exposure is a lot more important.
0: Yeah, but you can't be out here asking artists and musicians that you see around the city if they would do something for exposure.
1: Yeah, like the next time any of you listeners here's someone ask an artist for work for exposure you take the initiative and slap a bitch yeah that's like <laughs>
0: essentially asking people to work for free like doing
1: that is exactly yeah, asking yeah. the person to do work for yeah, free and in it's, fact it's bullshit that's asking someone to pay to do work mm-hmm. because it still means for a performer driving to the place paying for parking mm-hmm.
0: um putting you know, in time performing, time
1: uh putting in time promoting and and selling mm-hmm. tickets to something that you're not going to get paid for
0: yeah like, well i think we all know what we're referencing now <laughs> uh are, are do you know what i'm talking about actually i'm referencing well i will things. put them on blast because i'm so who, over the crap that they're trying to pull in the city uh <laughs> that thing that happens at that freaking nightclub over in south side oh, some shit wow. uh I think it happens at Cavo. and uh, It's just like... Anyway, so it's like, work. it's like... It's a, like a, a few... It's like a weekend of like local art stuff. But uh, they ask artists to... And they do performing... Like musicians, dancers, mm-hmm. visual artists.
1: And no one's getting paid?
0: No. So what you do is if you agree to be a part of it as an artist... Uh, or a performer, a dancer, they give you tickets. You have to sell the tickets. So you're essentially convincing other people to pay to come see this thing that you're not getting paid for anyway. Also, the whole other thing, because they ask me every year to do it, and every year I'm like, please stop talking to me. I never want to do this. This is a pay-for-play. You're just asking me for exposure. So
1: what you're describing is pay-for-play, which yeah. happens, I, I was also describing that, yeah. but not specifically your organization. Yeah,
0: which is on. another... Way of like, don't you want exposure? Yeah. Why don't you pay six hundred dollars? I just made up that. It's like you That's gotta sell, sell x number
1: of tickets. There are some places that'll give you a nominal nominal amount of that ticket price back, but like, yeah, in comparison to that. what you're worth, it's pennies,
0: right? You know? So at that point, it's completely unfair, and you're using these artists. And then my whole other thing with that enterprise is, who the fuck wants to hang original artwork? in a motherfucking nightclub with people drinking and spilling shit everywhere. It just, Yo, it's people a People are drinking and
1: spilling shit at galleries. What do you mean?
0: Yeah, but it's a <laughs> nightclub. People are way, way more loose. I, I get but like, feel.
1: Like, it's like not it an just, optimal it, place it to see art. It makes CR. me
0: nervous, right? No, it's definitely, I'm sure the lighting's terrible. They don't have any insurance on any mm. of it. So it's like, makes no sense. Um, but yeah, the exposure. And like, uh, you know, I get emails all the time from, random 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 shit so like there was this fashion show in Paris that emailed me being like hey we found this image of this painting on your website we really want to use it like let me know and I sent a really mean email back being like um I'm sorry I don't let anybody use my stuff for free even if it's just an image like I appreciate you reaching out to me but I'm gonna have to decline and they sent an email back being like oh I'm sorry my English isn't that good uh we want to pay you for this image to use it in our fashion show oh. and i was like oh shit i feel like a dick um <laughs> you should feel whoops like, and i emailed them and i was like aggressive. i am so sorry because i i i get that crap all the time that's true and so i pretty much
1: you scold had your people. Guard
0: up yeah i scold yeah. people for doing that and i'm like you need to pay artists to use their stuff in the future like this mm-hmm. is a ripoff for artists and we ended up working together ended up being really nice. great <laughs> um but i get those emails Did you all copy the time your work Yeah, yeah, she did. And I was like, wow, I feel like such an asshole for like going off on you. (laughs) But she was really nice about it. So it ended up working out. But yeah, I kind of have, I'm over it because I see people doing it all the time and taking advantage of artists for quote unquote exposure.
1: Yeah. Uh, In summary, artists, fledgling artists, if you can avoid it, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like at. there's not really many instances where pay to play really works out. Like, you have
0: to really pick and choose. Like
1: the as a on the promoter side, they are they're all getting paid so it doesn't actually matter. But like on the artist side, if you're selling tickets or like if some people don't sell tickets and they're still playing, like Well, the
0: thing is they make the artist buy the tickets and then you have to resell them to get that money back. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like <laughs> Either way, you're out money, you know. Either
1: way, you've lost money to be in this opportunity. Right. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I don't think anyone would really feel appreciated in that instance. And again, just liken it to any other profession that's Mm -hmm. not a creative.
0: Hey, would you come um, give flu shots to my entire office for free? (laughs)
1: I mean, if it's like a humanitarian effort. Yeah, maybe. but like, if like I go to charity, charity hospital okay. and I will like, play hey. for charity, though. Like, it's no, different. I
0: submit work for charity auctions all the time. Yeah, right. Prasad Center does some great ones. There's a good one coming up anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll promote it later when it comes around. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm all for that. That's different. That's different because, you know, that the money is going towards something good. Yeah. And something that you might believe in and that aligns with your personal ethical beliefs. But it's different when it's going towards that company. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: oh, oh, I'm trying you to think of another. It too. What? All right. Um, if there are any listeners from this organization, raw.
0: Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. Yeah. I've been putting this organization on blast and telling all my friends to not apply because it's crap. Okay. It's crap.
1: <laughs> All right well, you heard it here, hopefully not first, but you heard it here. yeah,
0: you heard it from me. We can you know if you want to take me out for coffee and talk to me more about it, try to convince me, go for it. I'm pretty set
1: yeah, I don't think anyone needs to, but we just fielded a bunch of questions you got any more that you want to talk through
0: um so our friend Zach Brown, who's a painter, uh sent us one that says more of a statement, and i I can kind of feel um. I I can kind of feel where he's coming from. But he says, I always get, quote, you must be so happy to get what you do. do You you must be so happy to get to do what you love for a living.
1: Oh, yeah. I get that a lot.
0: Which I get that a lot, too. Um, I do have mixed feelings about it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) depending on how it's said to me. (laughs) Because I'm like, yeah, I do feel lucky and grateful for that. But at the same time, are you happy that I get to do that? Or is there something that you love that you wish you could do for a living?
1: That's why. I feel like that's projecting. Right. They're projecting their own insecurity about their inability to do what you're doing through that statement.
0: It's like redirected respect. Yeah. You know?
1: It's like it's almost respectful. It's like, oh, you get to do what you love for a living. I'm like, yeah. So I guess you're not like I guess we have to avoid talking about what you do for a living mm-hmm. or or something like that it just doesn't feel right
0: yeah I feel sometimes weird when I get that I'm like yeah I, I do I do feel lucky how, how do you feel about this man <laughs> you know why are you saying it
1: yeah how do you feel about the fact that I do art are you intimidating right or intimidated? intimidated yeah <laughs> yeah Which so, like, it totally could be intimidating totally yeah this is like you have a complete comfort over yourself or I mean, like, people may-
0: do romanticize creatives all the time.
1: It's getting even worse when it's something like Instagram and social mm-hmm. media where you just, like, the people you tend to follow are the people that you aspire to or or the people that are, are doing something that you like and that, for some, it's you're living vicariously. Through them. Through them. Right. But for others, I feel like it's, like, a, you know, a, a secret spite. Like, man, I wish I could be doing that, but instead I'm stuck in a dead-end job right and and I'm I'm not really happy about my life but oh you're so lucky (laughs) yeah
0: it's like yeah maybe I'm lucky but also maybe you work real hard and um personally I would kill myself if I couldn't make art like I would have no purpose of being alive so
1: and I would feel very 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 sad if music was taken away from me right um I i I find it, so there was a a friend of mine who we were just going through a recording session. His name's Brandon, and he comes into the session on the second day and just sits his ass down and says... Being a musician is the worst thing you can do. <laughs> but and he's a musician. <laughs> and he's a musician, like professionally. And so all of us, or all of the other people in the session, are just like dying because we can, like we totally understand what you're saying is like tongue in cheek, right? Because you love it, but also at the same time, like you see it. the glory, mm-hmm. you don't see the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. You see the glory, but you don't see the struggle. Yeah, all of this direction of this conversation is going to lead in nicely for a a different conversation that i want to have on a whole other podcast episode Uh uh-huh uh-huh oh yeah so because we would would, if we got into it right now this episode would be so long
1: and we like to keep our own episodes a little bit shorter yeah we don't
0: want you to listen to us gab for like an hour and a half
1: jamie it's literally our job right now to have them listen to us gab for
0: now. So, because we have those sexy radio voices, right? <laughs> it's so weird to me. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, oh, I didn't like how oh, I did that. So that grossed weird. me out. <laughs> anyway, so tune in for this follow up episode. Um, I
0: don't know if it's going to come out right after this one. I don't think it will.
1: Or I don't I don't want it to come out no. right after this, but the next episode that's going to be just Jamie and I, like one of our our duo episodes without a guest, uh it's going to be a really fun conversation. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. How do you stay tuned for that? You subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, you subscribe on Stitcher, you subscribe on Buzzsprout, Spotify. Spotify wherever you are listening to this podcast. It's all free. It's all. Also
0: follow us on Instagram. We love, you know, I'm going to start doing more of these stories with questions and stuff because it seems that this is how you guys are communicating with us. And we love to bring up what you have to say on our episodes.
1: Oh yeah, please. So I'm going to be a little bit more proactive about that. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. We got some cool content.
1: Uh, Rate, review, comment. If you want to do that on Instagram, fine. Great. You want to hit us up on email. W D Y D A podcast at gmail dot com. Jamie's you go. nodding because she's like I'm I bad got at that. I need to get that like tattooed
0: it. on my on my hand or something.
1: <laughs> and for this side 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 project of hers, we do have a Facebook.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> uh
1: what do you do again? And that's about it. Yeah. We have all these methods of you to reach out, um, talk to us.
0: Yeah, if you think of a question that you get asked, send it to us on Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. Yeah, we we'll we'll be sure to bring it up posted. a little bit.
1: We should Post it always on the, our stories. Totally, yeah. Like anytime you send us stuff, we're just going to post it right up. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk again soon. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.